0: Lechanatova. Welcome back to the TBE podcast. I'm Dennis Barr, Vice President for Tefila. Our goal at the High Holy Days is to provide multiple access points for a meaningful celebration of the New Year and opportunities for self-reflection. In that spirit, we invite you to enjoy this podcast.
1: to the TBE Yom Kippur podcast. We're your hosts, Ada,
2: Elodie,
3: Lev, and Asher.
2: Due to COVID, Yom Kippur looks a little different this year. Some parts of the regular Yom Kippur schedule will be in person, some online, some outdoors, and some for you to do on your own time at home.
3: This podcast is meant to serve as a guide for a Yom Kippur reflection that you choose to do whenever is meaningful for you.
1: Specifically, we'll be diving deep into the practice of Cheshbon Hanefesh, or an accounting of the soul.
3: We'll take you through learning, music, meditation, and mindfulness practice in an attempt to help you better yourself for the new year.
2: So please join us on this Yom Kippur audio experience. <laughs>
4: I've heard about Cheshbon HaNafesh, but can
2: someone explain it a little more? Yeah! Here's our Executive Director of Jewish Living, Alison Kerr.
5: At the very beginning of the Torah, when human beings are created, we learn that we were created B'Tselem Elohim, in the image of God. But what does that really mean? Throughout the Torah, we learn about God. God is compassionate and kind, caring and honest. These are just a few of the ways God is described. Later, right in the middle of the Torah, we learn that it is our responsibility to be holy. Wow, that seems like a very tall order. How can we possibly be holy? One way is through a practice called Musar, or Tikkun Midot, working on our souls, our nefesh. Musar was developed in the 19th century by Rabbi Israel Salanter. He believed that each person could search their soul, that is, do cheshbon hanefesh, by considering the ways they behave each day, especially the ways they act toward others. And then they could decide to work on doing things better. To engage in Musar, a person learns about many different soul traits to work on, and then picks one at a time. When practicing Musar, we each take small steps to cultivate each trait more fully, so we can become our best selves. And right now, the High Holy Days, is a great time to start this soul work.
6: Rabbi Sapphire, how can Cheshbon HaNefesh relate to me? This is going to sound silly, but it is because of this expression, Cheshbon HaNefesh, that I know how to ask for the check in a restaurant in Israel, when I'm ready to pay the bill. Cheshbon Bavakasha, check please. Cheshbon, the same mundane Hebrew word for a bill or a check, is the same word used when we say cheshbon hanefesh, a checking of the soul. It's amazing how the Hebrew language helps us to deepen our spiritual awareness by thinking of simple everyday concepts. If I can add up what I ate for lunch, a sandwich, salad, and a lemonade, then I can take stock of my soul, too. You might ask, how do I take an account of my soul? For each of us, this soul-counting business is different. I like to do it on a regular basis, when I exercise or garden early in the morning, or when I take a walk in the middle of the day. I recount and consider all of my actions that day. What has made me proud? Where do I need a little self-work? For others, it's a more spread out process, perhaps thinking about a month at a time or focusing on certain traits or goals that they had hoped to work on during the year. During the days of awe, we are commanded to do this work. There's no wrong way to do it. Just like with a bill, you can add up the numbers in whatever order you want, but eventually the tally will be the same. We just have to put in the work. So, I must say, let's start taking account.
3: It's okay to make mistakes throughout the year, but it might help you feel better if you reflect upon them out loud. We asked a few congregants about their behaviors this year, and they spoke about what they were proud of or not so proud of.
4: In this really difficult year, I'm proud of the way I have stayed connected with family and friends and helped my family stay connected with family and friends because at this time, more than anything, we need to be with each other.
3: Um, What I'm probably most proud of is that I spent um, my entire last year working from home uh, and managing uh, my my, the child care for my two children uh, while uh, my wife Amy was uh, working in a hospital over the, that same period. And I think what I would be most proud of is just being able to survive and uh, keep my kids uh, healthy, safe, and um, still thriving uh, during that time. I'm
0: proudest of work we've done with and through DPE in mental health and mental illness.
5: I guess I'm most proud of Being able to flow with the peace and comfort of being at home during COVID.
2: A behavior that I need to work on is being kind to my friends and not calling their names. I need to work on not interrupting when people are talking.
4: While it's been a blessing to spend so much time with my family in my own home this year, it's also created opportunities for people They get a little on each other's nerves, and I know that I could be kinder and more compassionate as we try to figure this out together.
5: When I take stock of things that I'm not as proud of this year, um, I would say that I allowed little things to get to me too much, Um, and I allowed myself to perseverate over them, and um, I need, as always, to work on letting things go more easily, so I have work ahead of me.
0: I'm not so proud of my failure to listen to people with different views and viewpoints.
2: I'm proud of myself for when I was at the pool going on the diving board because I was really scared but I decided to do it because it was a brave choice and it was fun. I'm proud of myself for eating a new food that I've never eaten before.
1: now it's your turn it's time to get to work we'll have a few ways for you to do the work of first a guided meditation for those of you who like to be still with your thoughts or if that isn't really your style we'll follow it with a guided reflection activity we'll use this time to reflect deeply on ourselves and work towards completing the goal of cheshbon HaNefesh. Before we start, let's take a deep breath and slowly close our eyes. Okay, let's begin. First, we are going to take account of our behaviors. How many times have we been proud of our behavior? How many times have we been ashamed? We may not come up with an exact number, and we may not remember every single one, but it's important to think about it. To start, I want you to think back to the very beginning of the year. Some of you will see a clear picture in your mind of what you were doing exactly a year ago and some of you will have a blurred idea of what was going on. Either way, envision yourself from a year ago and think about what it was like. Maybe you had a great year with its usual strengths and weaknesses. Or maybe this year was really difficult. Everyone has rough times, but it's the way we work through them that matters the most. Now, I would like you to think about a highlight of this year. Maybe it was a fun trip or a calm day at home. Whatever it is, hold on to it. Envision it clearly in your brain and try to remember what you felt like. And now, think of a not so positive time you had. Maybe you were mean to someone because you were stressed, or maybe you were just having a really bad day. Again, hold on to that feeling and how you felt afterwards. How can that feeling help you want to change? Remember it, hold on to it, and in three, two, one, take a deep breath and let it go. It's okay to make mistakes. Not everyone is perfect. It's okay to have normal ups and downs. This year, you can be the best version of yourself. Take one last deep breath, and whenever you're ready, slowly open your eyes. Thank you for coming along this self-reflection journey with me. Now,
2: I'm handing you off to Elodie and Lev for another activity. While some people like to reflect, sit, and think, others need to actually do something. If that is you, take out a piece of paper and a pencil. We'll walk you through. Feel free to hit pause whenever you need more time. You will have more time at the end of the podcast while listening to music if you need. And even if this activity is not for you, you should just try it out. You might be surprised. The first place to take account is our relationship with God. List the
4: ways you feel accountable to God, your spiritual practice, or our tradition. For example, going to Shabbat services, even though we might be on Zoom. Or maybe you feel compelled to give tzedakah or learn Torah take account of the ways you worship God or connect spiritually.
2: Now, draw a plus sign on one side of your paper and a minus on the other. Under the plus, list the ways in which you have met your expectations in your spiritual relationship. Now, write down ways in which you have missed the mark. These go under the minus. Think about how you can change the minus behavior into plus
4: behavior. Now you have not only taken account Cheshbon Hanefesh, you have begun the work of teshuva, repair or repentance.
2: Next, you can repeat this process by looking at your relationships with others. List a few important relationships that you have. Then, draw a new plus and minus and think about the ways you have fulfilled those relationships and the ways you have not.
4: One thing you could put a minus next to is not keeping in touch with friends and family who live far away. A simple way to fix this is by making it a goal in the new year to call or Zoom with your
2: loved ones on a schedule that is best for you. Finally, you can repeat this entire process by thinking about the relationship with yourself. What have been your pluses and your minuses? How can you change your behavior? Maybe your stresses
4: and worries got in the way of thinking positively about yourself. Maybe you even lost sight of what you need to keep a good balance in your life. Put a minus next to that one, if so, and think of the ways to handle that. Or maybe last year you decided to eat healthier, and
2: you have stuck with that promise. Definitely put a plus next to that one. Go ahead. Take as much time as you need to complete this sacred and important work of Cheshbon Hanefesh. As we transition into the music segment, feel free to keep going with this activity. It is not easy to take account of your actions, but you are still doing an amazing job.
7: Unetanei tokef Kiddushatayom Kihunoravayayom Uvotinaseh Malochud her bem
3: Good day and
7: morning
3: one which is
7: color cold aniskajot
3: the safe
7: Yeah, yeah. Who of them meets for her? Who Do you your Do Do Shatecha, asel man torate Mas
3: Now that you've reflected and done your cheshbon hanefesh, you're ready to continue the work of repairing and strengthening your soul by asking for forgiveness. We have a list, an alphabet of wrongdoings for which we communally ask for forgiveness during Yom Kippur. Take a look at your list or accounting. What would you add to the traditional alphabet of misdeeds? Let's place our hands over our hearts and tap them awake with this confessional ashamnu, led by Rabbi Joel Sissenwine. Ashamnu, sham nu
0: ba gad nu ga za nu di ba nu do fi e ara ra era era e ya ra dai dai he ve her Zadnu nu Tafalnu nu nu shaker Ay 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 Neat new. I aye, I aye, I aye, I Ay I, 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 Ay, Forgive all these sins, God of forgiveness. Pardon us and grant us atonement.
2: Thanks for joining us on this Yom Kippur audio experience. This year, during Yom Kippur services,
1: try and remember the things you wrote down during the meditation. Who do you need to ask for
6: forgiveness from? And how can you become a better person in the new year? On Yom Kippur, we traditionally say, Gemar Hatima Tova, meaning, may you be inscribed in the Book of Life for good. The greeting is a wish that after we have done the important work of this season, we will experience another year of blessing and life.
3: So from all of us who have worked on this podcast,
6: <Holo ahead>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> the show was written and produced by Ada and L.D. Rosen, Levin asher and Rabbi Rachel Sapphire, with contributions from Allison Kerr
2: and Rabbi Joel Sissonline. Thanks to our clergy, Dennis Barr, and our congregant guests. The songs featured in this episode were Brothers and Sisters, Hine Tov by Nefes Mountain, Va'ani Tefilati by Rabbi Josh Warshofsky, Una Tana Tokif by Asher Nowitzki, Lebi" by Noam Katz, and Hayom Te Amsenu by Noah Aronson. Our music was arranged by Asher Nabisky and Zach Gondelman and performed by Asher and Zach with Alan Posner, Ben Hoadley, Jake Winnig, Ryan Lesnar, Cantor Shauna Zell, Noah Aronson, Ada Rosen, Love Navisky, and Elodie Rosen.
3: Additional background music written by Asher Navisky and Nefesh Mountain and performed by Asher Navisky.
2: Gamar Chathima
3: Amen! won't necessarily know when to come in for this one probably. Yes, we're gonna do that separately. Ah who